Oh, that bodes well. Hi. Hello, everyone. Giark. Craig. I am your HR guy, your counter. This is the latest installment of the Alien Cinematic RPG Adventure Box Destroyer of Worlds, in which the Without a Net crew is a very fun squad of colonial marines who are currently trying to escape Ariarchus Colony, a formerly oil-infested ice ball, which is now a xenomorph-infested ice ball. They have fought insurgents and communists, space communists, which are twice as bad as regular communists, I'm told. Um, they watched the colony get bombed by a bunch of black stuff. And people exploded and turned into aliens, and they shot them. And people were in danger of of turning into aliens, and they shot them. And they were robots, and they lit the robots on fire. And they snuck into Starfort, Nebraska, which is where the space elevator is. And they found that there are more aliens, which is a bad thing. And they shot those, too. So, really, everything's gone swimmingly now. The scene is going to open in sub-level two in a small room that is the relay control for the fusion reactor that powers the colony. And the room itself is lit by subdued red lights, suggesting that power is offline, and they are on emergency backup. They have a large plate window that shows the fusion tower and the cooling rings and the reactor itself, clad as it is in some sort of alien resin. And the click of Gunnery Sergeant Mason's rad detector is reminding everybody that there is radiation all over this sublevel. And that one of the squad has already been affected by it. As Sergeant Iona's hands have become blistered and cracked and bleeding a bit. And as he was getting his suit on, some of the blood dripped on the floor. And that is where we will open. Did I miss anything? Mm-mm. No, I just figured that the person who was dripping blood all over the place would kick it off. So did I. Yeah, I was trying to think of what to say. Oh, God, I'm fucking bleeding. Because I'm going to look at you, and I'm going to think you don't look too good. <sighs> Man, though, I need to get that suit on quick. And Iona will rip open a, a locker, pull out the hazmat suit, and just start putting it on. Does he sound deeper to you yeah. guys? He's, oh, I was does. just typing. Does Holy he sound like Barry White right now? All right, <laughs> what is it. going on with Tom? He's either super noticed, slow-mo, super deep. I noticed my something odd with my sound. I'll try. And I mean, don't get me thing. wrong. It's good. It's just different. Oh yeah, it's, no, I'm totally seduced. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the radiation. <laughs> the radiation. <laughs> All right. Well, give me a second. I'll try and disconnect and fix it. <laughs> it's so weird. Like that doesn't sound like Tom at all. Everybody is aware Sergeant Kalayona has been uh, subjected to one rad of radiation. 
which is why it's called a rad. It is a unit of radiation sickness. And as such, his voice has become mutated. He has become deeper and more sultry. <laughs> Everybody should get radiation then. Only only time will tell if it will continue to deepen his vocal cords until he becomes <laughs> uh, just this sultry, sexy, hissing thing. Just velvety. It's the second mouth growing in. Right. Whoa. Whoa. All the better to croon at you with. <laughs> I need a new suit, too. Did you guys see what, what that fucking thing did to my last one? Mason's going to look you over. Where is there a rip? I had to take it off. It was. Oh, you took the whole I thing off? Okay. Yeah. Um, didn't we find another room with more suits, though? You are currently in that room, yes. Yeah. There are five hazmat suits in here, four of which are still intact because Iona is trying to crawl into one right now. Yeah. Well, put one on. Find the biggest one and crawl into it. Such a size queen. Just because I'm large and in charge. You're large and in charge. They're actually the complete opposite of in charge, the, the lowest of charges. <laughs> Watch it or I'll charge you. Uh oh. She could always use another hazmat suit, and if she kills you, then she has yours too. Uh oh. Hammer's Good thinking point. about that. Hmm. I have a backup suit if I kill him. I'll let him wear his for himself. <laughs> Right, let's be honest, there's going to be a gun or a knife involved. This can be full of holes. It won't be useful. <laughs> All right. I sound better. I you sound more like you. No. All right. I'm not going to say it's better. I'm going to say it's you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was just really weird. It was like, what's going on with Tom? Yeah, it sounded like it's my uh, microphone was dropping like packets uh. somewhere along the line. Um. And then it was trying to fix that on whatever side, Discord side. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. So we'll just start from beginning-ish, I guess. Iona will race to the to a locker, rip it open, and pull on a hazmat suit, cursing about the the burns on his hands. Like, just God, should have ran quicker. Yeah, you could outrun the radiation. This is why I said, you guys stay up there. Just send Chaplin and I down. I didn't want to get anybody else exposed. And there would have been three of those monsters and two of you, and we would have been waiting forever for you to come back, but you'd be dead. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. I think almost eight U.S. was. And it's not like Chaplin can shoot. No. But speaking of, of that, uh, that Mason's going to kind of look at herself. I believe she does have uh, a couple injuries we should probably address. Fine. <laughs> you were irradiated. They, they probably close up. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. No, that's not. I'm told. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm told by casting and, and scripts that that's not how that works. So we're going to have to strike that from the record. When you become a radioactive super mutant, your healing factor goes way up. Okay. Right. Uh, that is, unfortunately, uh, again, um, that's actually legal, came to me and said that's the wrong intellectual property. <laughs> However, as you are in the 
reactor relay room, uh, you know that through the door that does not lead to the fusion tower, um, there is medical equipment, medical kits in the maintenance pit, which is just beyond the door. Okay. I'm going to move towards the door. Open it carefully. Clear the room first before entering. Or at least check it. It's a good thing to check. It is a good thing to check. So as you ease that door open, you are greeted with the maintenance pits. And normally this is where maintenance happens, of course. Uh, Mostly maintenance for uh, equipment and uh, instruments that are used with the fusion tower. Instead, you find that the pits themselves are coated in resin. The walls are that same strange alien architecture, all spines and curves and shadowy places for xenomorphs to hide. But it's perhaps what's in the pits that is the most disturbing. As you see a alien dragging a fellow marine into the pit which is packed shoulder to shoulder with unconscious or perhaps dead marines and colonists and as the drone skitters off to do god God knows what you do see one of those bodies shudder and convulse And you hear the screech of an alien bursting from the poor colonist's chest. Uh, Incinerate room? If you incinerate the room, you will incinerate the medical kit. Yeah, well, that's going to have to happen. I can't have have the, the little creatures running around. Well, all right. You do have incendiary grenades and flamethrowers and things of that nature. Uh-huh. I have an incinerator unit and I have a firebomb grenade launcher thing. So I can launch one of those. But I don't feel good. I feel better with the incinerator unit than a grenade going off so close to a reactor. Fair. I mean, call me. maybe I'm wrong about reactors. Maybe it's okay for an explosive device to go off in a place where there's already leaking radiation. Now, I recall, Gunnery Sergeant Mason, you are a Marine with a CBRN detection kit, which suggests to me that you have had training Mm -hmm. in the care and handling of things of a nuclear sort. Yeah, I I believe I'm knowledgeable. I don't want to set off an explosion. I would rather just... Burn the things in this room alive. Burn them down. Okay. Okay. Uh, How does everybody else feel about this? Well, Ion is still getting dressed with his hazmat on, I presume. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Do we need anything in here that is not the medical kit? Well, as there is also um, an equipment and maintenance bench here. You could probably find more bits and bobs, incinerators, incinerator fuel, um, more more welders and cutters and things of that nature. Okay, but nothing. It's not like 
where you need to go in order to uh, turn power back on or escape shuttle or something along those lines. So the way that this room is set up is you have a main exit into the room that you are in. You have an exit into what they call the power walk, which is a long hallway that leads from the fusion tower, which is where you are, to the space elevators loading dock number two, and down to the munitions and nuclear weapon storage. There are also maintenance tunnels or vents, for lack of a better term, that will lead up to sublevel zero one or across into the munitions bay itself, or along to the um, uh, the lift that uh, takes weapons and munitions to sub-level 3, as well as the uh, sterilization and um, the sterilization shower. The, um... Oh god, what's the chemical word? shower? It's not a chemical shower, it's a... Um... It's a de- decontamination room. That's the word I'm looking for, is decontamination room. So, Okay, but we were headed toward a room in order to get something working so we could get on the space elevator and go away. Correct. This maintenance room is not that room. We don't need anything to make that endeavor occur in this room, this maintenance pit. Correct. So we can light it up. Yes. Okay. That was the question. Is it okay to light it up? Yes, it is. Uh, you are in charge, Gunny. You do I'm as... talking to Zimmage Whiskey. He asked the question. Yes. We're, we're good to go. What's, how do you react? Uh, standing back by the door so that I don't get blown up and make sure that nothing else is coming to kill us. I mean, we did hear an alien scream as it burst out of a chest. Probably ran off into one of those maintenance tunnels somewhere. No, no, no. As it was bursting, I wanted to fire. Well, then why do you care what I think? I was giving people time to react before I unloaded. You're you're giving the alien chest burster time to react. No! Kill it. Kill it with fire. I'm killing it with fire. Purge it with the Emperor's holy wrath. Uh, me, chest. I'm doing this. Legal just notified me that is also the wrong intellectual property. <laughs> Why is there broccoli on the map? I think it's that's a nuclear explosion. <laughs> so if you want to go ahead and broccoli this room, go ahead and roll your, uh, I believe it's reflexes or agility and, and ranged weapons. Agility? I'm trying to remember. It's agility. It's agility. So seven, and I have two stress, I believe. Uh, three stress. I have three stress. Okay. Boom, boom. Ouch. Well, first I'll need that D6 because you're you're stressing out a bit. There's a lot going on in that room right there. Uh, you are holding it together, as I recall. You have a... Plus two to resisting effects. Yeah. Yeah. Minus two, yeah. So you have a success. A success. A success is enough to light the room on fire. Don't get me wrong. Awesome. I will forego a med kit in order to kill trace of any 
xenomorph in this room, as well as put the mis- the, the people out of their misery who are now just incubators, which I believe is safe to say we all now realize the people are incubators. They, they are indeed. So quit giving me side eyes when I go around killing people who are attached to walls. Just wondering how long until it's not people that are attached to walls, that's all. Well, theoretically, that is right now because they're not attached to walls. They're just, they're in a pit. Yeah, they're just in a pit. Doesn't matter. If there's something inside of you that's going to come out, going to die first, if I can help that. Yes. So the maintenance pit becomes a burn barrel and the hungry flames lick at the walls and the ceiling and you hear an inhuman screech as that drone comes charging back down the power walk the body it was carrying left in the hallway as it is charging towards the flames and the person who is setting them alight. Can I get an observation plus wits, please? Uh, just you, since you are the one who is lighting stuff on fire. With one success, you do see that the drone is coming. So I will do a quick initiative roll. Can you roll 1d10 for me, please? Is that everyone? Uh, it would just be the ones at the door, since you're still getting your suit on, and so is Amber. You're both replacing your hazmat suits, or attaining hazmat suits where you did not have one. Uh, so Mason, you get to go first. You do see a charging xenomorph drone. Um, I will also incinerate it. Okay, you know what to do. I do, I do. And I have to go do frog. And three. Look at that. Three successes. Zero success. Okay, so this drone comes speeding in and immediately is set on fire. A considerable fire. Uh, You have done five damage to it. Its health is seven. It is on a nine intensity fire. Uh, Zimajewski, you would go next. How far away is this charging xenomorph? About 15 meters. It's right at the edge of the uh, incinerator unit uh, range. Okay. Uh, If it was farther away, it would have been DACA range, but instead it is, you know, flame on. Okay. Oops. I hate how the dice macro fills, pauses for a second, fills in three, and then it's like, oh, here you go. Uh, I owe you two stress die, by the way. I'll go ahead and roll those. Oh, good. So you have three successes. You have rolled one on a stress die, and that's something. Let's see what happens here. Panic table, 11. Seat cover. You see this. My next action. Uh, yeah. So, so my next action after the roll? You must use your next action to move away from danger and find a safe spot if possible. Um, at this time, let me see one more thing here. Okay, this thing is dead, so it doesn't matter. So, Zimajewski, you uh, you see Mason step out, light something on fire, 
and you see this alien drone screeching and howling and charging towards you on fire. And you can feel the heat terrible. against your face. And so I don't believe that anybody is going to begrudge you for backing the hell up and getting out of the way as it falls to a flaming heap in the maintenance pit that is also now getting noticeably hotter as the bodies inside start to catch. It smells like burning fat and flesh. I start to heave into the side and uh, nothing comes up because I've already puked my guts out. So that is uh, that is that is the maintenance pit. Good times. You're you're going to have uh, a couple minutes until that kind of burns out, since you don't have many other places you can currently go, unless you go back into the reactor and hit the maintenance shafts to move around the sub level. We have to go through the maintenance pit to get to the spot to get the elevator going. No, you're currently in that spot, the reactor oh, relay. Great. Then I just need Chaplin to, to do his thing. Chaplin, to his credit, has already been trying to work on the computer systems. And he is going to say, we need to go back out into the reactor in order to restart it manually. And then once the initial work is done there, I'll be able to hit the buttons here. It will start the reactor back online. Power will be restored as this thing slowly gets to full power. We'll have enough to run elevators, doors, uh, mother. We'll be able to run all of that. All right. Can he give me a rundown of where to go exactly in the reactor room to do what? And then once he does that, I will just go and do that. I'm not going to make anybody else go and do that. I'll do it. Okay. Um, he will tell you that first you need to put on a hazmat suit mm-hmm. because you've been on. Yeah. Uh, second, there is uh, there there is a computer system that is right at the base of the fusion tower. You guys walked right by it on your way to the room. Uh, he lets you know what the process is in order to start it up. And once that is done... Um, wave at the window and they will know to start the process as you make your way back. You mentioned this window. Is it, um, how break resistant would said window be? Well, as long as somebody isn't trying to shoot armor piercing rounds through it or slather a bunch of acidic alien blood against it, it's fairly resistant to such things. Okay, cool. Good thing I have armor-piercing rounds, because I am a Marine. Yes. Uh, this would be um, similar thickness to what you'd expect a ship window to be. Cool. Uh, Sarge, why don't we just break the glass and go through that way? Would that not be safer than splitting up? Well, we can see from the relay room. Yeah. I was going to suggest... Um, Two people go into the relay room. We could just break the glass. It's not like they're going to get in trouble for it. We still need uh, someone to go into the relay room to yeah, flick a switch. What or is the purpose of the glass? So why, the, why do we have the thick glass here in this room? 
So it's it's a viewport to monitor the reactor. Okay, so it's not like that room is full of radiation and the glass protects us in any way? Correct. Okay, fine. You really want to fire your weapon at the glass into the reactor room? You want to go off on your own and get killed by one of those things in a vent somewhere? You want to cause a nuclear reaction and just blow up here? I'm sure if a smart gun could cause a nuclear reaction, it would have happened so many times already. <laughs> How long is it to go out the way and go back into this other room? The the normal walking route. Is it terribly far? So I will point out that I'm on not this in front of the map, so I can't see. I'm, I apologize. That's why I'm asking. That's, that's fine. That's fine. So the reactor relay room where you're at is the midpoint between the maintenance pit, which you have set on fire, and the actual reactor. There is a door that you all came through from the reactor to get into this room, which is still operational. So it would take, after listening to, to Chaplin, it would take maybe a round or two to get there, a round or two to get back, so maybe call it 30 seconds to get out there and back, and it will take about five minutes to go through the, the startup procedure to reset the reactor. Once I'm in that room, I can the door can be locked, and it's not like anything's going to get in. Into us, sure, but there's also you. Can we see the controls from the relay window? Yes. All right, so I would propose that um, uh, Sarge, you go do the react, the control thing. Uh-huh. Hammer, you watch the door, keeping an eye for any uh, aliens or creatures or whatever, and keep an eye on Sarge while does her thing. And then uh, Chaplin does the stuff he needs to do at the computer here. And then uh, Zimmy, you Use your motion tracker to make sure nothing comes through the maintenance pit hallway, the uh, the power walk, and I can help out if either side needs help as a reserve. There you go. Sounds like a plan, and Mason's going to start moving towards the door. Hammer just dutifully follows. Okay. This is, this is wonderful and fantastic. I love it. Splitting the party. I'm trying so hard here. Just it's so like hard. they don't want to let me out of their sight. Like, I'm going to go do something. Yeah, you're going to go to do something. You're going to then get murdered and we'll be like, man, she sure is taking a long time to get back. <laughs> Which is why I wanted to make sure we can see the controls from. There you go. You can see if window. I get murdered. Done. We can also just open the door and start opening fire. But... There you go. Okay, so the reactor relay room door slides open, and Mason, clad in a hazmat suit, steps out. The radiation detector is still going crackle-crackle, although you feel a little bit safer now that you're wearing something that's lined and proofed against such things. Hammer dutifully follows and posts up at the door, or so I am to understand. I was thinking on our side of the door, so 
Hammer could yell at us if something's happening. Hammer, do you want to stand on the inside of the door at yell or the outside of the door and shoot? Um, on the outside of the door and shoot. That's that's what I thought. Do we have this whistling thing? Just doesn't seem to be your bag. We have we got all new communists, didn't we? Um, I thought they were all destroyed in the room. I didn't think there was anything salvageable. That's right. Oh, darn. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a nice little engineering spot. You probably could have done a quick maintenance on, but it's on fire. So we'll, we'll just move on to the next one. Move on. Move, move on. on. It got broccolied. <laughs> got broccolied. And besides, Zimmerdewski has vis- has has visual on the whole situation through the glass. He can always shoot it and get me out if if need be. Well, and so can Private Hammer. Exactly. We're fine. Absolutely fine. Nothing's going to go wrong. Sure. I am fond of your very clear optimism. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, uh, Mason, it takes you very little time to reach the equipment system, and I will need you to roll strength and heavy machinery. I don't have heavy machinery, but Chaplin did talk me through everything. Doesn't he for anything. So you can take a plus two because he's he talked you through it. There you go. It'll take you five minutes, but you're able to slowly walk your way through. And as you get to the point where you think you forget, you will look to the side and there is a handy procedure checklist. That is next to the machine, which seems like a really good idea for anything to have uh, on a military base. God bless OSHA. God bless OSHA. Space OSHA. Space OSHA. OSHA. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you're working on that uh, hammer. Uh, Give me a observation roll, please. Just wits, maybe? I don't have any actual yeah. information. <laughs> Just wits. Okay. So, Mason, you are finishing up, and you turn to the giant window where Iona is looking, I assume. Yeah. Fabulous. Um. Mason, uh, Iona is able to see that you have completed uh, your tasks as soon as you signal him. Am I getting a signal? In a moment. I'm sorry, are we waiting on me? Yes. Well, I'm sorry, repeat. I was was checking. I'm sorry. No, of course. I I realize that we are in a a certain window. Speaking of windows... (laughs) um, Mason, your tasks are complete, and you can see Iona through the window if you want to signal him that your tasks are done. And if you can also give me a Whitson observation roll at your convenience. Okay, I'm good to go. Fabulous. Let me know whenever I have to do something. Uh, Wits and observation, please. Okay, thank you. Can't push an observation roll. What are you going to do, squint? Um, 
I would also need you to make your panic roll as well. No! Just in case you get that nervous twitch. Which you don't. Okay. So you are able to give Iona the signal that everything is done, and you give the thumbs up. All right, Chaplain. Mason seems to be done. And Mason, as you give that thumbs up, something drips on your hand. I love it when people fail their observation rolls. I didn't exactly fail. I see zero successes. (laughs) Um, Let's just pan up. And we're going to bring that incinerator unit with me. As you look up, there is... That third alien that was in here that dove off of the edge of the catwalk into the base of the fusion stack itself, who you thought died, it did not. Okay. And it's going to drop to the same level that you are, and I'm going to roll 1d6 to see what it is going to do. Okay. Do I need to roll or anything? Not quite yet, since it did get a uh, surprise attack upon you. <laughs> it is going to drop as a mix of claws, tails, and fangs. So I am going to roll its attack. All right. One second. Hold on. Don't roll yet. Okay. All right. Go. I have rolled five successes. This is an armor-piercing attack. Base damage is two. Duh. I have to roll my armor? Yes, you'll have to roll half armor because the attack is armor-piercing. That's right. And my armor is a... Where's my vehicle and armor thing? Uh, it was six, I recall, from last time. Six, we yeah. So we get to roll three die. You only get to roll three die. And is it just the three die, not the stress? Just three die? Three die. Oh. One success. <laughs> that's going to be... Uh, that's going to be five health damage. How much health do you have? <laughs> that means that you are going to be broken. Let's see here. Oh, this is exciting. This, this is exciting. exciting. So you're not dead yet. Have, dead. I have this. Why <laughs> are death? Just so Zimmage Whiskey can be right. Yes. He could do an I told you so dance on my dead body. Okay. So I, we will have to roll 2d6 okay. to see what your critical injury is. And don't roll. Any sixes. Don't roll any sixes. Don't roll any All right, so I'm just rolling sixes. two d6s. Roll two d6. <gasps> 63. I rolled a six. <laughs> you said don't roll a six. I rolled a six. That you did. Okay. So it lands, and it is nothing but claws and tail and teeth and barrels into you, and you can feel the claws 
rip through your armor, rip through the hazmat suit, and you are thrown to the catwalk. Your stomach is open. Your guts are everywhere. Oh my god. Gunnery Sergeant Mason, your story ends here. You are now, unfortunately, dead. 63 on the critical injury chart is disemboweled. Instant death. If it had been a 36, it would have been a broken arm. Hammer and Yona, you can see the xenomorph drops, and you see Mason go down. There is screeching. You don't know what is human and what is not. I want to open up on it with my smart gun. And Yona will say, Mason's under attack, and open up the door. I will shoot the glass. Okay, so that's several things at once. Give me just a second here as I make a couple more notes. Mason, let me know if you see the things that I have uh, set for you in the player files. Is it Chaplin's character sheet? Yes, it is Chaplin's character sheet. Okay, so if I can get D10s from everyone. Including Chaplin. Yes. I would say Hammer wins that tie with me because she's already, or he's already in the room. He's also hopped up on drugs. This is true. All right, give me a second here as I try and figure out where the hell my turn order settings went. There they are. And yes, I can see what you've given me. Although I do have a question, so when we have- uh, go for it. Uh, no, it's about the agenda. Yes, so I should have given you all three agendas. That should give you some context. If not, um, I... Yeah, a message. If I, if I, I'll, I'll read those, and if I need to, I'll... Holla. Okay, fabulous. Um, okay, Hammer, you are, of course, first. Hammer, you have rolled two successes. I assume you're going uh, Rudy Tutti point and shooting? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. All right. One moment for me. Perfect. That's what I needed. Uh, so you got two successes, which the smart gun has a base damage of three. Open this up, my handy-dandy thing. So damage of three, you bring it up to a four. It drops it to a one. So you uh, you fire on it, and you see that there are a couple of hits. Uh, you get its attention, and it turns around. Iona, what are you doing? So uh, Iona opened the door got his smart gun ready, and then opened fire on the Xeno. Fabulous. Roll those dice. That is three successes. Or five damage, I guess. Five damage. It drops it to four, so that is five total. Excellent. It has that many. Okay. So Iona adds his uh, volley of fire, and now both smart guns are going rat-a-tat-tat against this soldier xenomorph and it is still coming charging across the catwalks towards you two as it is chaplain's turn have i completed the um stuff to get the elevator going um 
you have not yet started as Mason gave the okay and then was immediately eviscerated by an alien. Okay. And there's, I mean, I don't have a weapon on me. It's not like one's laying around. Correct. So I really can't do anything but continue to do the job that I was supposed to do for my buddy, Mason. Okay. If you can give me a, I believe that's wits and comtech role, please. And of course, as you are now a synthetic, uh, stress is no longer an issue. I don't have any um, abilities. All I have is bio and info. Oh, well, let me see if I can fix that. Sorry. What's that about? No, no, you're fine. Uh, let me see. Let me know if you can see that now. Yes, I can. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Wits and heavy machinery? Uh, no, wits and Comtech, please. Oh, Comtech. Oh. Ooh, that. Well, yeah. And no stress. No stress. Everybody should be a synthetic. Boom. Uh, you rolled only half the dice. Oh, eight. Sorry. That's right. I had to roll another four. I was so used to doing Mason stuff. I understand. Two successes. Oh, perfect. So you are able to get the... Uh, the relays to start, and as you see the flashes of smart gun fire from beyond the window, you also see lightning start to arc as the reactor slowly warms up. The lights turn from the emergency red to a more genteel white. And then the alarm klaxons immediately start to go off because there is a raging fire in the room next to you. Classic, Mason. Uh, Stanley, it is your turn. Is the glass intact? Currently, yes. At this very pre-Stanley Zimajewski moment, yes. And the door is also open. And the door is also open. But I mean, the glass is sure. And is the the xenomorph coming at us, or are they? The xenomorph is coming not specifically at you, but at no, it's specifically Iona. at me. No, at at Hammer and Iona, who are outside the room, and you are inside the room. Oh, sorry, I was confused. The the Seuss has perplexed me for a moment. Um. Can I shoot through the glass and hit the xenomorph, or do I have to go outside? You can shoot through the glass and hit right. the xenomorph. Let's fucking do it. Two successes to shoot through the glass and hit the xenomorph. Yeah. It has rolled one success to resist getting shot. You are using an M41A pulse rifle, which is a base of two damage. Adding one, oh, drop it back to you. I forgot to add the add your bonus die. The pulse rifle pew pew. Yeah, that's good. That is the extra success that was required. And so <laughs> you the the glass shatters and and falls, and now you can hear and and almost taste on the air the ozone from the crackling lightning as this fusion reactor starts to starts back up, but that doesn't concern you right now right now is the your all-encompassing concern is watching this alien with 
your CO's blood on its claws, skid to a piling of stop and of and flesh and acid blood as it starts to burn through the walkway to the bottom of the fusion reactor pile. It is dead. It took three Marines to take it down, but you killed it. That's good. Uh, I kick out the glass and run over to Mason to see if there's anything that can be done. You will find that there is nothing that can be done. You run by a length of intestine. There is a spleen. Um, There are pieces of stomach. Uh, When you finally reach her body, it's very clear that her light has been extinguished. And while there was immense pain, it was very quick. And there is nothing more that can be done. I will open up her suit and take her dog tags. There is also the major's access key. Oh, yeah. That's also pretty important. There is also her Geiger counter, which is still crackling. I will grab that as well. Just loot your body. All right. Loot the body. The last thing that you will find is a half-melted plastic figurine of a colonial marine. And this is something that I had seen her with on the regular? Yes. I'll stow the rest of the stuff and pick up this little half-melted figurine and start to get back with everybody else. All right, okay. inside before this thing heats up. Heats up. That's a funny way of putting things, since there's a raging fire in the maintenance pit next door. Well, a raging fire is going to be colder than the inside of a fusion tower. Good point. It's a good point. You do have a, a bit of a conundrum right now. There is a raging fire in the room next door. There is an active vating fusion reactor the other direction. How are you going to get out of this room? Uh, Chaplain, uh, is there a fire suppression system that you can access from there? I need to do ComTech. Yes, do another ComTech and see what you can do from this room. With Syncom. That's very nice. So with three successes on your ComTech roll, you are going to be able to uh, figure out how to start activating the fire suppression systems. For you, it should not be any problem because you do not require air. For the others, it may be a bit of an issue as the maintenance tunnels and the blast doors must be closed in order to basically suffocate the fire. They don't use water down here because they don't need to spark anything, but it will be an inert gas. Uh, didn't the hazmat suits come with gas or something, like a air tank? I thought we had something they, with an air tank. Uh, it does have some air, yes. All right, we had the going through the oil tubes. Yes. Air. Is there any air on emergency those left? respirators as well. You have emergency respirators. It... Um, does still mean that things are kind of I mean if you want to wait here a minute or five minutes or however however long it's going to take to put this stuff out great otherwise you'll want to find another maintenance hatch or ladder to 
move to another part of the base or just chill here until that that door opens back up. All right. So my, you said it's going to take five minutes. Uh, I don't know enough about the fusion tower. Is the window broken going to be an issue? Chaplain? Yona is in charge now. So <laughs> with the window being open or broken, it's going to be loud, obviously. And as the fusion tower continues to power up, you're going to see more lightning arcs. And the chances of lightning arcs getting into the room now that it is unsealed is higher. Also, it means aliens can come straight in through the window since this thing is now making a lot of noise. All right. I'll let people decide. Do we want to wait five minutes for uh, things to uh, for them put out the fire, or should we go back into the fusion tower to find a maintenance hatch to go through? There's nothing saying that the maintenance hatch is going to lead us to anywhere that's not horrible. Well, the fusion tower spinning up is going to be a problem. We're not going to have air, which is going to be a problem. Would you rather a problem we don't know or a problem we do know above my pay grade sir all right chaplain uh you're the most technical person here what's your advice should we go or should we stay i would advise that you stay with the problem you do know uh, especially since we know that those creatures have taken to the vents we don't know what we'll find in any of the other maintenance corridors that uh, sounds like sound advice. Um, Hammer. Uh, Iona's going to knock over a table, put it on its side. Uh, stand behind here, keep point on the door in case any Xenos try to come through. Uh, Zimmy and myself will stay out of uh, sight of the door just in case the electric sparks. And Chaplain, you keep an eye on the computers and let us know if anything changes well do okay as this is still a somewhat stressful situation normally after a turn i'd be able to reduce your stresses by one but this is not exactly a secure location so i will not be doing that however after five minutes chaplain will be able to see that the Temperatures in the maintenance pit area are going from a dark, flashy red to a yellow, which suggests that if you move quickly, you can get through there. Sergeant, I think if we move fast, all of you should be able to make it through the room without incident. All right. Sounds good. Uh, hammer, take point. Zimmy, second. Um Chaplain, you go third, and I'll cover the rear. Sir, I would suggest I stay here to make sure I can lock the room behind us just in case there are any more of those creatures pointing to the big giant window that's been blown out. I don't want them coming up on the on our backside as we're moving forward. Are you not coming with us? No, I will, but why don't you go let me make sure I lock everything up, and uh, I'll be right behind you. I'd rather us stick together and I'll be right behind you, sir. You can't shoot. 
you are coming with us together. If it means we have a minute to wait, so be it. Now lock up. Not to mention we just saw somebody go off on their own. And what happened? They got murdered like that. I knew it was going to happen, but no, nobody listens to me. You're right, Zimmy. We're sticking together now. Zimmy if you say the words, I will remove one stress. <laughs> I told you so. You told I will you now remove one stress. <laughs> if you do a little dance, we'll take another one. No, not, don't push it. <laughs> no. This is going to go right back the next time you run into aliens. I know. So. But please continue. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry about um, any. Chaplain will acquiesce. Do as he is told. All right. So as the door to the maintenance pit pits opens up, you will see that instead of bodies and chest bursters, there is nothing but foul smelling slag of what used to be flesh and what used to be equipment and metal. Everything in here is a blackened ruined. There are three maintenance hatch entryways in this room. All of them have been fused shut. And you can see that the door to the power walk is able to be open, but it is very heavily scorched and looks hot to the touch. Any suggestions? Fry it off somehow. We've got like a... Um, just like a... God. Perhaps if I was back in the other room, I could have opened the door. Sir. All right, then open the door and then come right back because it's literally 10 meters away. Okay. Chaplain's going to go out back into the other room. I'm going to walk like halfway back so that they do not leave line of sight. He's going to go in and work the controls, see if there's a way to open that door. Um, I could continue to have you make rolls and show your superiority as an android, but I believe that has been fairly well established. You do, uh, you do see the door controls. They are a yellow, but you know how to override them, and it turns green. And in front of Private Hammer, who is apparently on point on this map, the door starts to slide open, exposing a long, cluttered, dark hallway filled with smoke and God knows what else. Chaplain walks back into the maintenance pit. Uh, looking around, he'll grab uh, an item off the floor. And he'll look to Iona and say, do you want me to go first? No, Hammer, on point. You're our technical expert. You're going to be in the back with me. But I'm not susceptible to smoke as you are. As you are, I can walk through it without being affected in a negative way. Yes, and we have masks. We have respirators. Yes, sir. Just get through this as quickly as possible. At the end of this hallway is the elevator shaft. Okay. So I guess I'm third. Okay. Before entering that shaft, I am just gonna spit on the ground, disgusted, looking at you. What you call Marines. If there was any leadership in this goddamn group, we wouldn't be in the position we're in now. They treat it like it's a democracy. Hammer, that, shut up and follow orders. That's that's a good point. 
I will also point out that you are wearing a hazmat suit, so you can't spit on the ground, only in your suit. Then I'll fucking spit in my suit because I'm an idiot. Perfect. Carry on, Private. So, as I said before, the power walk is going to be slow going. It is, you're going to be able to move only at about half speed. Uh, The alarm klaxons from the fire are still kind of going. They're starting to fade away as you get to the further end of the power walk. You know that a maintenance hatch and ventilation system runs parallel to this corridor. And because of the smoke and everything, your vision is also restrained. Uh, Zimmy has a motion detector? He does have a motion detector. I was pretty sure that I had dropped that at some point, because I rolled like three drops in a row. Oh, that's right. You lost both of them. Chaplin has the working motion detector now. It's the only one that's left. Right. Uh, Chaplin, you want to do motion detecting while we're going down the hallway? Of course. I love the motion. Observation? Uh, yes, please. What's an observation? That's workable. So as you continue towards the end of this power walk hallway, there are faint echoes of movement in the ventilation ducts. They're moving away from you. Um, from the end of the hallway, you don't detect anything. And as you get closer to the other end, you will see that that door is closed as well. Since, you know, there was recently a fire and you currently do not detect anything on the other side. Although probably 50 meters or so to your south. There's a spot of movement for a fraction of a second. As if something in like the ammo depot like fell over or something. But you don't hear anything. No sound, but there was just quick movement and then gone. It wasn't even quick movement. It was almost like, you know, like somebody took like a big missile and like rolled it five meters to the side or something. All right. The door is closed. We have no way of opening it or. You have a cutting torch. There is also an access panel. Giant pug branch. I could totally smash something. Just put it on there and just start cranking on it. I mean, I can look at the access panel. I mean, Hammer wants to smash. Hammer smashed. Smash. Hammer smash. If Hammer wants to smash, Hammer needs to give me a strength and heavy machinery roll. Oh, that's glorious. Private Hammer over the potential objections of of Chaplin. You're not sure. Uh, You whip out that giant wrench and... There is a small access port where somebody would start inserting a maintenance maintenance jack in order to manually open this door. You don't care about that shit. You shove that wrench in there. It feels like it clicks around something, and with a mighty roar, you just wrench it to the side because it's a wrench. Get it? Ha ha. 
and the door actually slides itself open like two or three inches. And then you do it again and it opens further and again. And after maybe about a minute of this, the door is open enough for you to step through into the loading dock area. All right, Zemi, you're next. All clear, Hammer? Could I roll for that? What do you mean? Is it all clear? Uh, I'm trying to get to my notes here. One moment. My my PDF is not uh, cooperating. Here we are. So as you step out, you see that you are on the loading dock to your right. You see a uh, a series of sealed blast doors as well as the grating of an elevator that goes up to the service level above you. There's a heavy blast door immediately to your right. The sign above it says munitions, ammo depot. To your left, you see the loading dock to the space elevator. You do see an airlock door that is completely covered in rubble. It looks like this loading dock has partially collapsed due to the invasion damage from earlier. Some bodies litter the floor, mostly in places where the xenomorphs could not infect them and drag them back to the maintenance pits. There is still smoke, some smoldering. And if you give me a wits and observation, we will see if you find anything else that is going to kill you. Now you're all clear. All clear, boss. All right, Zemi, hurry on through. I go. Uh, you see much the same as Hammer's scene. Hammer says it's all clear. All right, then Chaplin go, and then I'll go. Okay. Everybody is now in the loading dock area. <sighs> all right. The rubble. Looks like we can't get to the elevator shaft through here. The space elevator shaft. Space there are elevator other shaft. elevator shafts. All right. There's lifts here that could take us up to the uh, above to get to the other loading area, I think. Or that just takes us to the staging area. I'm a little confused by the map because I see the loading dock 2 that we're at and then when we go up into this one we see loading dock 1 I I can't read what's the under what's the dash dash what's the do you know what I'm talking about uh the dashed line that you see in the center of the floor plan yeah tunnel slopes under staging area Right, so there is a tunnel that leads from the Sallyport loading area on the surface level to loading dock 01. That tunnel runs basically where you, like on sub-level 2, you see where the, the large tunnel is that is uh, goes into nuclear storage and into loading dock. That's that tunnel. It's, this tunnel is inaccessible from sub-level 02, but it's 
also inaccessible from sublevel zero one. Well, if we go through there, we can see what we got left in this place. Well, I'm guessing we're going to have to take the lift up to the staging area and then go up the ramp to the motor pool and then go through the tunnel to get to loading dock one. I feel like they should have included a black and white map instead of this Game Boy green map as well. That would have been fantastic, yes, but they did not. Do people follow the arrows that I drew, if that makes sense? Yeah, I'm just seeing where they go to. This is the only city, air quotes, on this planet, right? Correct. Cool. I imagine there's only one space elevator. There is indeed only one space elevator. Cool. You know, Iona, I have an idea. What is it? Well, I point off into the to the through the blast doors over there. We could uh, we could rig up some of those nuclear weapons to cleanse this place as we leave, or we could just leave and let the next ship deal with it that comes in. You know what that means, right? What? It means they're going to come in here and they're going to try and catch these things and turn them into fucking weapons, just like those marines that we had to go after to start with. Or, or, they send you specifically back here to do the same job, Zimmy, that you want to get done now. Or, you went first. Or, since we've already been here, we already know the situation, they'll just give us orders to do it then anyway. Or, they'll send us back to lead a new squad of people. We'll be the next Masons. And look where that got her. I point down to where we came from, where her body is laying disemboweled on the ground, out of sight. Look, if we just handle this now, it won't be a problem for future us. And besides, maybe it'll bring some nice, warm, sunny beaches to this ice ball like you like. Hammer, you love explosions. This is going to be the biggest fucking explosion you've ever seen. I do love explosions. Uh, Chaplain, can you roll a uh, Wits plus Comtech for me, please? Treachery. Okay, well, you... uh, It sounds sounds plausible what... uh, what Zimmy wants to do, those those nuclear weapons, of course, can be fused for contact or have a timed detonation. You could set the timer and then get off of the mud ball, and then there's a nuclear explosion, and the base is sanitized. And what you know about what lies on this base and what the company wanted you to do, that does seem preferable. To just leaving. All right. So, my concerns, Chaplain, you can fill them out uh, for me. I don't know how hard it is to detonate one of these things on a set timer. Uh, two, um, how long would we have to set the timer so that it wouldn't impede our escape or impede our escape? And three, if the bottom of the elevator explodes, does that break the elevator while we're on it? So we'd have to set it for an hour or two for the elevator to lift us all the way up? 
look, chances are, if we could set it for like, I don't know, 36 hours, those things won't know how to defuse a nuclear warhead. Be halfway to the next starbase before this place goes up. Chap, you know that it would take you maybe five minutes to program a nuclear weapon for a timed detonation. Okay, so looking between Iona and Simmons Whiskey, what the private is suggesting we can do, I can set the timer for whenever to make sure that we are safely um, up and off the elevator before anything happens. I doubt they can disarm a nuclear warhead. Um, I don't see a reason not to do this. Uh, probably would be uh, probably be commended for taking such action as opposed to being reprimanded. All I'm seeing are bonuses here. Okay. Well, then we have the fact that what if there are other marine survivors? By exploding it, we are ruining their chance of survival. I can find a communication center, I guess, or or a comm or something and put out a signal to let any Marines know that we will be leaving on the elevator at a designated time. If they make it great, if not, I don't think this that is place our problem. Is warming. I don't think we have time to so you would propose we just set the nuclear warhead off and we sacrifice ourselves as well? I almost don't want to... Why can't we launch what we leave and they just nuke it from orbit? I'm I'm confused. Sir, you're not making much sense. Either you want us to get on the elevator and get off and have that timer set to explode, or you want us to stay here. I don't think we're going to be able to evacuate any of the Marines. I don't think we have the capability. My opinion is that we don't worry about blowing it up because there's spaceships that can just send a nuke down and blow it up from space. There's no guarantee that that would actually happen, though, from space. Yeah, those corporate fuckers up there are totally not going to blow this place up. They're going to see it as some asset or some other bullshit. And all of a sudden, we're right back where we started from. But, sir, if you're okay with their decision to not blow it up and to try to contain the situation or use it to their benefit, by all means, let's wait until we get into space and let them decide. I want to take my wrench and just smack it into the wall. All right. If you all want to be altruistic and deal with this this way instead of trying to save ourselves let's uh let's do that we can save ourselves sir we can we're adding extra risk for very little benefit we're fucking marines that's what we do yes we but would you go into somewhere extra risky when we don't need to for no benefit to anyone. Yes, that's what I'm bred for. All right. Well, let's do this. I'd rather do this than have a mutiny and go by myself. You are in charge, sir. We do have to follow your orders, no matter if we agree with them or not. Especially if we don't agree with them. Chain of command. You earned it. 
I think real loud about how circumstances outside of any of our controls put us in this situation. <sighs> All right. Let's go. Chaplain, are you able to open these blast doors? Uh, Mr. Geiger counter with the item I picked up, can I? There are some items that Zimajewski has that will allow you access to open this blast door. There are also uh, maintenance ducts from the decontamination room that will lead directly into the ammo depot, depending on how long you want to take to get these blast doors open. That item being the major's access key. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hammer, cover the door. Zimmy, you open it with the access keys. Yeah, I'll poop it. So with a cacophonous noise, the blast doors will start to open. There's there's the whirring alarm that the blast doors are opening. There is a friendly computer voice, female. Seems kind of grating, especially on Chaplin's nerves, that says that the blast doors are opening and the ammo depot is currently experiencing a minor radiation leak. Oh, fucking course. And as the second blast door rolls open and finally finishes, the alarm shut off, the helpful computer voice shuts off. And you're exposed to... A munitions depot. You see racks and racks of missiles and large tank rounds and spare Gatling cannons for Cheyenne dropships. And there's a bunch of smoke. There's some heat. Uh, you see that the depot itself is open to the level above you. And you can see a loading crane with a gantry that is hanging over the southernmost part of the ammo depot before it goes into nuclear storage. From your vantage point at the blast door entrance, you can also see the 10-meter-long nuclear weapons stored horizontally, and there's a weird blue light coming from that direction. All right, Chaplain, motion detectors, see what we can find. And then uh, once we get the all clear, we'll head to the nukes. Excellent. A roll for that? What's plus observation, please? Okay. So the motion detector shows that there is no movement that is not directly U4. The air seems uh, unnaturally still, although, Chaplain, you are a synthetic, you would not notice. As you step further into the ammo depot, there is a door to your right that is half open. It says munitions on it. And you know, all of you know, that if you need to resupply, get new armor, uh, communications units, what have you, more guns. It is in that room. The ammo depot is for vehicle and crew surf weapons. How's ammo for everyone? Things I have never said is I have enough ammo. All right. Uh, then we'll head over to munitions, load up. Then the uh, chaplain, do you think you can get the crane working to get us all up? 
so we don't have to go back through those blast doors. Wits and heavy machinery? The crane itself would be directly controlled from the gantry that is on level uh, one above you. That is the only place where you'll be able to work the machinery in order to actually activate the quote-unquote lift. You can climb up yourselves. That would be possible, but it will take some doing. Okay. So, Are there yeah. ladders or anything? Or? No. It is it is meant to carry ammunition up, and occasionally people on ammunition, but it also requires manual control from the gantry. Are there is the lift down and are there cables we can climb up? It's about halfway up. It looks like it was in the midst of loading when the base got hit. Alright, well that's potentially easier. Alright, yeah, we'll load up in the munitions then. Okay. So as you step towards the munitions depot and through the door, you will see that again, weapons, armor, ammo, everything that you desire. Okay. Um, we're going to do a rotation. Uh, Chaplain, you stay at the door with uh, Hammer first. Zimmy and I will load up. Then Zimmy and I will come back. Uh, Zimmy, you go with Hammer while he loads up. And then when we're all ready, we do the nukes. Okay. As Iona is outlaying his plan, Chaplain, you will note that there is a blip on the motion sensor. Um, let everybody know, point in the direction. Movement. The movement starts right behind the racks near where the gantry was. And it starts to move towards the munitions door. This door is rather wide. It's big enough for, you know, a power loader or a forklift or something to get into when somebody needs to move a lot of munitions to a dropship at once. All right. Um, let's back up from the door and mark, guard the corners or watch the corners. Take up position. So as everybody takes up position, Chaplin is able to see that this contact keeps moving and then everybody feels it. As the contact moves closer to the door, it's a slight vibration in the ground. And there's this heaviness in the air, like almost like a bass rumble. And then you see a claw, easily as big as any one of you, appear in the doorway. And the xenomorph, larger than you've ever seen, on all fours, its head unusually largely armored. This thing looks like a walking quadrupedal tank. Sticks its head into the door and screams at you. And I think we'll stop right here. This is good. This is so good.